Hello everybody and welcome to In My Mug, episode number 96 on Monday the 13th of September. My name is Stephen Layton and I know this because my prison number is BS128. My will become clear. Um, last week's In My Mug seemed to get loads of you excited. One of the most watched ones we've done in quite a while and definitely the coupon code has uh, really had a bash in. Um, unfortunately that, that's run out now. And, um, but also because of the amount of emails I've had and the quality of comments. So, we're going to dive straight into those. Um, and I am prepared today. <laughs> Look at me showing off. Right, first comment was by Darren Stanford. And it said, now this is my kind of coffee. Lovely balanced in the mouth with enough acidity and thickness. Um, it's a few seconds after you swallow it that things really start to happen. And I, I agree with this so much. Deep cherry right to the back of the tongue. Lovely buttery caramel. Uh, that goes on and on. Awesome coffee, start to my subscription. Thanks, Steve. Thank you, Darren, for being a subscriber. And yeah, I think this coffee is all of those things and more. Um, we are loving the Alaska. Uh, Chris Rushbrook said, this is a really interesting and complex one. Agreed. Uh, had some over the weekend before watching the episode and it really stunned at the complexity of it. I often have problems identifying specific flavours, so your comments really helped to pin it down. Enjoying it a great deal and keen to see it develop over the course of the week. Uh, by the way, absolutely love the AeroPress guide, thank you. The AeroPress guide has been so much fun and so much feedback on. One of the biggest things I think we've ever done. Fun, informative and very stylish. I'll definitely be forwarding the link onto a few people. Can we have a backpot one soon? Yes. But in a few months. We've got other things in, in the pipeline first. One that's going to be coming out this week. Uh, which I'm super excited. It may even already be out because I'm thinking I'm going to put it out at the same time as this week's in my mug, um, which is going to be awesome uh, and it looks great. Excited to what's coming over the next few weeks after the build up. Well, this week's is a killer, Chris. It is a killer. GY said, Great episode, Steve. Really enjoyed watching this one and the brewing guide. I can really tell how much this coffee means to you. We'll be getting a bag. Good to be back in the lab also, keep it up. We haven't been here for ages as well. It's kind of like retro going back to the old... Everything used to be here and in there and up until uh, recently. Um, Jacob, uh, Oriv... I, I know Jacob really well. Jacob's a top man. He does a, a really cool uh, website called Dirty Cup. Um, Jacob said, uh, coffee doesn't get better than this. Finker Alaska is legendary. And Jacob uses this coffee... At their coffee shop in Safe House, which is in Atlanta, um, and I seem to remember it was because we had a chat about it and what to look at, and that was definitely one of the ones that I told them to look at because it was in the States. Um, Richard R. Blaster, or oh, too short for tantrums, did you miss my comments? No, which comments, Richard? Sorry if I have missed some, but I didn't realise I had, sorry. Uh, Nigel, another interesting episode, love the AeroPress guide, pretty close to what I was doing, and lots of you have come back and said that, which is brilliant, because... It kind of a bit of affirmation to what I've worked out. You guys had already worked it out, and that's normally the way that it is. You know more than me. Um, uh, slightly coarser, longer extraction. A uh, bit late on the warning about breaking the cups. Jeez, how many cups have I broken? Uh, very enjoyable coffee. Missed out a bit on the complexity due to a stinking cold. Mostly brewed in the AeroPress vac pot, uh, and found it gave me most delicious espresso I've made for a while. And it is a killer espresso. The only problem with it is, it's a bit finicky to get right. You have to really work to get it right. Um, 
Glad you managed to source this after previous problems and look forward to trying it in blends. And I tell you, the, the blend I've got, and it's going to be coming in the next month, six weeks, it's going to be amazing. Uh, Stephen Wyman, uh, what a start to the subscription. Can you get better than this? Oh, yes. Yes, yes, we can. Um, I look forward to coffee from the Aero Press. Uh, best, looking forward to the coming weeks. We're looking forward to sharing the comments with you, uh, Stephen. Daniel Thomas, really late post this week, left it till now as I just didn't get anything from this coffee when I first opened it. Seems to have improved throughout the week, but I can still honestly say uh, I have, uh, that I've not found a bourbon that really excited me. They all seem controlled and refined. Uh, I prefer a little more wildness in my coffees. Do you know, a lot of the bourbons tend to be the washed up up natural, and that will be a lot of the reason why the wildness isn't there. Um, I don't think that's a fault of the coffee, I think it is, it is what it is, um, but it's obviously not to your taste and that is cool, I completely respect that. P.S. Please no more white backgrounds. Oh, they will be coming back. Oh, they will. Maybe. Um, Andrew Duncan, uh, just a quick reminder to those unaware, this is a fourth place winning WBC coffee and well worthy of it. And this was one of the components that um, Colin Harmon, the Irish Barista Champion, used in his... Uh, competition blend. We actually had to air freight this across to get it here sooner. Um, it was specially milled, special export license just so we could use it. Because I love this coffee so much and I knew what the blend could do um, and Colin put his faith in me and, and did a killer job with it. Right, I am going to whap you on pause. While you are on pause we shall go to a small commercial break. Be back in just a moment. So I'm back, um, I hope you enjoyed that little advert for Jailbreak, uh, the blend that we're going to be reviewing this week. Um, if you like the video, have a look at the link um, that I'm going to pop below or to the side or somewhere um, to Hasblog where there's a link to some wallpapers for your PC, iPhone, iPad. Um, I have it on my iPhone, I don't know if you can see that, but yeah, um, yeah. So Jailbreak. Uh, a blend that is a direct placement for the now defunct, deceased, no more, no longer premium espresso blend and espresso blend. These have been the pillars of what has been has been about for the last seven, eight years. But I've always hated the name. I didn't understand at the time what an important decision it was that this coffee was going to kind of be what everybody judged us on, everybody wanted to, uh, to, to try against us. The cup blend itself, I've been really pleased with. The name, not so pleased with. But I've been a little reluctant to change it because, well, it's just because everybody's got used to it and it's, it, it's been around for such a long time. But the time has come uh, that I could live with it no more. So, jailbreak. So why the name jailbreak? Well, over the next eight weeks, ten weeks, we're going to be introducing some new blends. Every one of the blend names is going to be something a little bit personal. 
a little bit kind of about me and, and, and you know, my life, if you like. A little bit egotistical, but hey. Um, and jailbreak, there's lots of personal reasons. It's not because of the iPhone and because I'm a fat... Well, it's a little bit because of that, but th there's a whole heap of reasons for otherwise that I won't talk about here, but I'm very happy to share with you if you want to drop me an email or, or, or whatever. Um, and I'm quite happy to share why it's called that, just not here. So the new blends, part of the new blends is we're going to have flashy little labels. Uh, why flashy little labels? Well, really, I wanted them to stand out, and they're going to be part of a group, really kind of a whole range of blends that we do. Um, and I want them to be a little bit different to the normal single estate coffees, so, yeah. Um, so, home, house espresso blend. A few things it needs to be, for me, um, I think it needs to be good in brew, other brew methods as well as espresso. This saves you. The home consumer needing to have two different coffees for two different types of brewing, uh, but also can help you get through the coffee in a, in a good amount of time because you're not having uh, two bags of coffee sitting there, or you know, you, you've got one bag and you can get through it a lot quicker. Um, it needs to be good in cheaper home machines as well as lovely commercial machines like these. It needs to really work in a range of, of temperatures and, and things like that. Um, which is point three, which it needs to be good across a, a, a range of temperatures and a range of extraction times and be very forgiving. But the most important part needs to be really, 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 really tasty. Um, and I think this blend kind of does it. Um, I've been working on this for a long time. Uh, it's really been one of the hardest blends that I think I've ever put together because I wanted everything to be right for this launch. Um, the other thing is I think you should be really proud of the ingredients. Um, some roasters will pretend that blending is a dark art. I, I disagree. Uh, I think good ingredients uh, and a good goal uh, will give you a good blend. Um, yeah, uh, but I also don't think you need to be secretive about the blends. I am actually really proud of what's in this blend. There are some killer coffees that have all, uh, two of them have, have, have performed very well in the Cup of Excellence, for instance. So they're, they're solid coffees. Uh, and the main base of this coffee is 40% El Salvador Finca Lafani, which we have had for six years. It's a stunning coffee, brings lots of sweetness to the party. Um, it's an amazing coffee grown by Rafael and Carmen. Um, I love this coffee, I always have. We were one of the first roasts in the UK to take it. Um, can't believe we haven't done it in my mug on it yet. Uh, and I think we're going to have to address that very, very soon because uh, Lafani is an amazing coffee. 30% of it is Nicaraguan Limoncillo, which we did do in my mug on, I believe episode number 85. Um, this coffee is from Matagalpa. It's grown by the Maresh family. Uh, it's a UK exclusive for us. We buy a lot of this coffee. Um, lucky enough to visit the farm back in 2008 and just, I, I love Erwin, I love his family. Uh, Steve and, and, and Erwin are the two brothers who are just really nice guys and, and are good friends. Um, go back at 85 and you'll find out more about that one. Um, and the last 30% is another El Salvador, another Bourbon called Finca Argentina. Uh, that one we reviewed back in episode number 91. And this is, this is the latecomer to the blend. This was what the blend for me was missing. We've been working on it, say, for about six weeks. And lots of different alternatives. And we were playing with some Brazils that didn't quite do it for me. Um, and then we, I just thought, I wonder if... And we tried with the Argentina, and it was just like, whoa, this is killer. 
this is really, really good. Uh, I'm very pleased that we went back and had another look because, as it was, the blend was great. I think the, the, the Argentina just makes it that little bit better. Um, the result of this blending is a combination that is balanced, sweet, forgiving, um, just, just super tasty, great mouthfeel, not too much acidity, not too much sweetness, not too much body, just everything in, in kind of all in control. So I don't normally do this with blends, but I'm going to stick my snozzer in the bowl just to see what comes off this. So let, let's get in there. Okay. It's sweet. You can smell that sweetness coming through. Um, it doesn't kind of attack the nostrils with any major component, which I guess is a good thing because that's what we, we don't want the blend to do. We want it to be uh, balanced and controlled. So, I guess it's time for me to try and make an espresso. Now, you can't laugh at me, and if my extraction times are rubbish, I haven't set up the grinder. This is completely... The machine's just been turned on an hour ago, so the machine's not going to be at its best temperature, but... Let's dive in. Now, I don't know what you do at home if your grinder has a big enough hopper, but I always put the bag in there because I forget what I've put in there, so. Um, yeah. No laughing. So I'm working on around about a 16 gram dose for a double. It's kind of standard there for me. I haven't really played lots of different, uh, I'm just gonna warm these up because they're not the warmest cups. I haven't played with lots of different doses yet. Um, you know, this place is as new to me as it is to you. But I would love to see in the comments below your experiences with doses and, and temperatures and things. So let's have a play. Perfect, we're liking that. Whoa, we're not liking dropping the milk, but. So I'm gonna make a milk drink and an espresso, just because I can. So that's a 24 second pull. steaming on the Aurelia really quite difficult. Everybody else tells me it's really easy but I find the steam is really really kind of quite powerful on it. No, absolutely rubbish, lame latte art. That's okay, we can live with it. Okay, so, first of all the espresso. Good crema, holding up well. Nice kind of flecking in there as well, which I, I really like, it's a good sign. So, when you get this bang on, and you get this real kind of balance, sweetness, it really does what a good espresso does. On the back end, and this has been something since we've been trying it fresh, because I was rested all the ones we were testing before. When I tried it fresh, I got a licorice. That does disappear when it, uh, as it rests a little bit, but it's not unpleasant at all. It has a great body as well. 
which I think is going to really cut through the milk well, so let's dive into there. So, it's not a big in your face, but then premium was never a big in your face in the milk, but it's there. You taste this beautiful coffee coming through, you get a little bit of chocolate, you get a little bit of that licorice again, which does disappear, but what you really get is just an all-round complete espresso. It's not difficult, it's not a difficult coffee to kind of go, what is that, what is that? You just kind of go, oh, that's, you know, well, I'm going to say, I think it's really nice. I'm super proud of it. We've done lots of blends in the past. We've done lots of blends for competitions. We've done lots of blends for different coffee shops. This one is right up there in, in, for me in some of the best, if not the best, I've ever done. Um, I'm quite happy to, for anybody to judge me on this coffee, just as we were with the Alaska last week. You know, I really feel that we're moving into a place now where we're getting the coffees really sorted and we're getting the, the kind of whole marketing and branded sorted, which is important. Um, don't laugh at me when I say that, but everything's coming together quite nicely and this blend for me is the foundation. This is going to be the foundation of everything we do quality wise. I cannot wait to hear your comments about this one. Um, more for a personal thing, you know, I, I, I've not grown any of the coffees that we've reviewed before but I've put a lot of effort and sweat into this one, not literally, um, to make this coffee uh, what it is. Listen, I'm going to stop because I'm rambling. Please do let me know what you think. Really look forward to your comments on this one next week. Next week's going to be a little bit different because I'm in Norway. I'm at the uh, Nordic Barista Cup. Um, I, I should, if you follow me on Twitter, which I shall put a link somewhere, you'll see some updates on Twitter. Um, really looking forward to it. Hopefully I'll be blogging as well and hopefully I'll be doing some kind of video. Um, I've just got to try and find somewhere where I, can, where I can do it that isn't a hotel room. Right, wrap up. Life is too short for bad coffee. Up. Oh! Before that, as I said, there will be a video coming up this week and I'm going to pop a link below because it will be out by the time this video comes out. Another one of the brewing guides on Cascara, um, which is super exciting, but go and see uh, the video. Life is too short for bad coffee.